welcome to Wellness for the Rest of Us, the podcast. This is the show where we talk about a range of wellness topics from some structured perspectives to bring better understanding, therefore love, towards ourselves and others. First in that structured is the perspective of mine and others' experiences of the topic in vogue. Next is evolution and physiology, then a bit of a spiritual perspective followed by why we can't let go, then accumulating in the climax of tools and techniques you can use to work with that topic, which you're all really excited to do by the time we get there because you've learned why it's a great idea to do so. This episode cycle, as you know, because you've been listening religiously, is about judgment. And as we mean it here, that's the negative biases and opinions that we put on others. And I just had a thought as I said that, that sometimes we put quote off quote entirely positive biases on things and people unfoundedly, which we'll get to in the next episode cycle when we talk about black and white or all or nothing thinking. Now, let me just say before we get cracking on our three tools and techniques, why do we want to let judgment go? Or at least use it more consciously. And I'm not saying at any point in time that judgment's a bad thing, that we should bring any shame to how we judge. I just think it's a really valuable thing that we can use elsewise. And these are the reasons. The individual judgments I'm talking about here are really damaging to to us, as in to you, the judger. Because most of the time we don't actually speak or act out on our judgments towards others, but they kind of kill our own vibe without really affecting the other. That judgment brings shame to the other, but it, it more importantly, it brings shame to the parts in ourselves we're judging poorly in another. And shame is a bad hombre, which literally affects our brain wiring. But we'll talk about that in another date too. So that's already two ways in which judgment affects you or, or me, affects the judger directly. And that's before we've even gone into the collective consequences of judgment. Your judgment towards others helps amplify the voice of your own inner critic, which we learned from episodes 7 to 12 is probs not the most helpful hombre either. Your judgment, when you judge others, then you fear judgment from others and you censor your life a bit. You live a, a quieted down version of the life you could have. When you judge others, you're blocking yourself from meeting and enjoying some part of yourself. Anywho, that's that's a lot there. So judgment's not bad, but those things. I'm going to go into the techniques now. I have, without a doubt, touched briefly on each of these as we've gone along with the judgment, but here I'm going to try and dial into them better and more surely. And the three tools that we're going to use are, number one, check the facts. Also valid for your critics, so that's good solidifying business there. Number two, Finding and accepting a new part of me. This one is not easy, so go gentle. And number three, the I'm safe, you're safe, we're all safe. Chant. Touched on the last episode, then expanded on here. Okay, number one, check the facts. First, we did this with our inner critic. It was like, am I useless or did I just lose a glove? You may remember that. Except here it's like, is he going to kill me? Or does he just have tattoos? Is she going to fully mock me? 
or does she just have a resting protection face? And will I die if she does mock me? Practicing this will help you reframe the inner critic too. So that's that's cool. I, I used to judge people who ran past me, <laughs> which is really rich because you should see me run. Then I started, I recognized this and I started kind of pumping my fist and saying, yes, queen or king or, you know, whenever a runner of any description ran past me, I'd just be like, yes, queen. Now I actually fully in the depths of me feel that vibe when anyone runs past me. I literally think that they're legends. And somehow my running appears dreamier to me. It's, it hasn't actually changed. That's just how my perception of myself has changed as I've worked on my perception of others. That was that was bonus content there. So yay. Number one, fact check, reframe. Is this person this? Or like, is this person useless? Or do they just do their work different from me? Value something different than me? Have different strengths than me? Are they just not me? Number two, finding, accepting, and enjoying a new part of me. Right, I don't have favorites, but this one's my favorite. Okay, I, I sort of talked about this before, but slightly differently. So I'm going to split them in two and do the one from before next week more in depth. But this one can be quite hard. So you can start in a place where there is less like, charge, less heat in whatever judgment you're giving out. You, you'll know what that means if you've been practicing awareness, but one that's a little more curious than shameful. Anyway, how it works is... You're going to get curious about how about how it would be to be the thing you're judging. So really relax into being the thing you're judging. Really get your feelings and imagination involved. You may have to say, step aside for a second, shame, because I'm going to get into the vibe of this clown living his best life, skiving and leaving all the work to me, and then really go for it. Get into the skin of someone who doesn't have anxiety over their messy house. The skin of the person who effing loves their body and the way it moves. Or the skin of the skiver, the tattooed, don't give a damn punk kid, or the take up space, make noise teenagers. Because you'll find some new joys in yourself and you'll get a little bit of a loosening in your bones. It's a really genius way to alleviate boredom prodding about in the inner, like hiding aspects of yourself. I get carried away. Like I said, this one's my favorite. So get into loving a part of you that probably carries shame and it's easiest done in the presence of someone who embodies this thing because you can emulate them. So go do it. Pause and hunt down the first thing you dislike in the person closest to you and be the shit out of that thing. And you can thank me, you can thank me later. All right, third and probably easiest, maybe you could start with this one, contrary to where I played it in the order of things. Just chant, they're safe, I'm safe, we're all safe. And and that's it, move on. I learned this one when I was going through a bit of a safety phase. I was trying to cognitively make my brain recognize that I'm safe because I, I saw how much more I'd get out of out of life if I, if I recognized that. And I saw a guy when I was in that phase run past me with a pram with two little like handbag dogs in it. And I was like, oh, oi, I, and it felt a little like ugh, in my body, which is interesting. And I was just like, Claire, he's safe. Honestly, nobody cares. 
and it made me feel safe. He's safe, I'm safe, we're all safe, judgment out, peace, and everyone toddles off into the rest of their best lives. So that's a win. That's probably a good one for those who don't particularly have words to their judgment, those for whom it's kind of just a feeling. They, you get that mild repulse, I'm safe, they're safe, we're all safe, carry on. Okay, quick recap. Number one, fact check and reframe. Is he this or does he just have different life experiences to me? Number two, become that messy, rowdy, muck around, be a clown, don't care person and and really enjoy it. Number three, I'm safe, they're safe, everybody's safe. Move on. So that's all, folks. Remember, awareness is always the key, so keep noticing yourself. Tune in next Wednesday for our last one on judgment. Soak it all up. Do the things. Let's make the inside and the outside peace. And if there's any roasts or things you're unhappy with or need to say or feedbacks, feel free to DM them to add wellness for the rest of us. Insta. Thank you for tuning in.